the final hour of today, which has been nothing short of fantastic, at least in my book. I mean, I'm, I'm giddy over stuff like this. Uh, Dominic Rayola. Uh, joining us a little bit earlier, and you got Mike Golick, the former center for the Detroit Lions, Mike Golick, a uh, longtime player in the NFL with Mike and Mike, now with Westwood One, uh, Rashad Jennings, LeGarrette Blunt, Kurt Menefee, uh, Aaron Taylor, Brian Billick, Sol- Solomon Wilcots, uh, all here. So it's just been, uh, it's been fantastic. So uh, it, it's been one hell of a day. Uh, expecting at some point Jake Plummer. Uh, to be joining us. I know they're uh, running a little bit behind, so we'll see if he uh, comes over here in just a a few short minutes. And if not, uh, coming up here near the bottom of the hour, I want to let you know also that uh, I had had a chance, and as I went into the break, to to tell you a little bit about catching up with Charles Woodson yesterday. And Charles Woodson uh, sat down as part of the Fox crew and and met with us. And one of the guys that we chatted with, with Dave Schrader from WBAY, I got to give him a lot of credit because Dave Dave started out, you know, the ball rolling with a lot of the, the Packers stuff and getting into that discussion uh, before he got into other, you know, discussion regarding the Raiders and obviously regarding the Super Bowl and such. But uh, some things we chatted about regarding uh, the Packers this season, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Jordan Love. So all of that's going to be coming up towards the bottom of the hour. So uh, set your dial for that and say, hey, I got a reminder, uh, you know, whether it is, you know, what have you, Alexa. Uh, please remind me in 30 minutes that I want to listen to the Bill Michael show because that's uh, going to be something you're going to want to hear. Um, I got a couple of emails I wanted to get to. I have not had a chance to do a whole lot of it today, so I wanted to get to some of that stuff. This portion of the program, by the way, brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip. Quick Trip, fantastic place, and I got to be honest, I miss them. I uh, miss Quick Trip. Uh, not, last night, I have to tell you, we went to uh, we were looking for a, a place to pick up some food, and all we wanted to do was get some like deli meat. And you can get that at Quick Trip. You can get deli meat. You can get sandwiches, pre-made, and all that kind of stuff. And that's all we were looking for. And so we said, let's just stop here. We will go over to Food City. And uh, that that was I, you know, that was not a place to go. Uh, we'll just put it that way. <laughs> not a not a place to go. And uh, it was funny because Kristen and I looked at each other almost at the exact same time and said, "Man, I miss Quick Trip." And you just do. <laughs> you just do. Once you're out of the, out of the state, you just miss Quick Trip. So thanks to our friends at Quick Trip for being a part of the program and also being one of our proud supporters, bringing us down here to Arizona and uh, to Radio Row. Also, uh, we know that uh, coming up, you've got uh, Valentine's Day not far around the corner. If you haven't done it already, get a hold of our friends at Kane & Kane Jewelers. Kane and K-O-E-H-N. Kane & Kane Jewelers. They're in West Bend, and they're fantastic. Fantastic people. They can rock your world, whether it's for uh, the ring, the ring, or rings, or whatever it is you happen to be looking for your sweetheart for a Valentine's Day, don't forget, let Kane and Kane Jewelers do it for you. They're really, really, really good people. Uh, so this one's from David, uh, and David says, uh, hey, unit, loving the program. A lot of great insight. Who is your favorite interview? Uh, now, when you say that, is that here today, here this week, or all time? I mean, all time, we've had some of the greatest of the greats. I mean, we had Adam Sandler, who was, you know, out of the movie acting side of things, Kevin Costner from years ago. Uh, Joe Montana, you know, we've had on. You look at a guy like Charles Haley, who's unbelievably decorated when it comes to winning rings, played for the Cowboys and, and uh, I think the Giants, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, obviously, I, I, I love seeing the familiar faces. I love a guy like Brian Billick, who has remained close. And, you know, it, we've become really good friends over the years. Like Garrett Blunt, the same way. Uh, Solomon Wilcox, uh, who I kind of watched when I was a little bit younger growing up and watched him play when he was playing for Cincinnati. I, you know, I mean, there's so many different things. I don't think there's a, a favorite you can sit down and go, oh, my God, this was fantastic. 
But, you know, there are terrific interviews and terrific people you get a chance to meet on the day in and day out. So it's always good to get a chance to talk to, talk to them. So, uh, you know, it's it's always fun, always good. Uh, and joining us, when you start talk about guys you've had a chance to talk to, good interviews you've had, had a chance to be a part of, uh, got Jake Plummer sitting down here with us right now. How you doing? I'm doing well. How about you? We're doing good. We saw you last year yeah, uh, roaming around a little bit, back for another year. It's kind of like the, the reunion, so to speak. Always good. Yeah, you know, get down here to share a good word once in a while. Yeah. So uh, so let me ask you, you know, as you kind of go through all of this every year, it's kind of a, a you know, we see – former players running around, former coaches walking around. Do you look forward when you come to this? I mean, obviously, we're coming down, we're talking products, and everybody's got something going on. But when you get a chance to come down and get a chance to see everybody and, and mix and mingle, it's kind of like a reunion, so Oh, to speak. for sure. There's always someone that you – the tough parts will be in an interview, and you're like, see an old teammate or someone you were hoping to bump into go by, and I hope they come back around in the circle as we go through this. Right. We already have seen – you know, Lee Steinberg met him out on the street. I was getting a coffee and walking around <laughs> the street, and he jumps, steps out of a car, and I'm like, Lee. Yeah. You know, it's just you're 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 open to receive, and who knows who shows up. You know, Brandon right. Marshall was over there, old teammate with the Broncos, and yeah. it's always good to see these guys. You know, we're all feeling the energy that this whole thing is creating, the Super Bowl and being down in the Valley and all the radio row and everybody, you know, getting excited. There's a yeah. lot of excitement. Uh, speaking of the Broncos, I, I hate to bring up a sore spot, but if they need need you, can you throw? Because Russell did not have a great People year. People forget this one thing about me, that I was a professional quarterback, but I was also a professional holder. So I could hold for extra right. points and PATs. So I think, you know, if they really wanted to think about how they could bring their team around like show them some i could just be your holder and i could still roll out and throw like a pass if it was a bad snap or if we ran a fake field right. goal but i could definitely do that so if there's a comeback in my future it's as a holder okay. and you sit here with this gentleman here introduces to your friend this is rashad evans there you know, you go. ufc champ hall of famer and uh, one of my my really good buddies who uh grown to know here in the last few years on our journey together through our friend dale jolly who introduced us uh you know out doing some big things and it's always a awesome to be around rashad he flew in from florida and we're just down here sharing the good word about we're, what we're up to rashad you just hanging out and running into people or because uh, i i there there's more and more of the guys down here i saw dana white floating around down here yesterday yeah. and i've seen some of the fighters running around and so it, it is a very machismo sport on both sides a lot of mix and mingle going on huh yeah a lot of it you know you find a lot of the same people who enjoy the football game still enjoys mixed martial arts so there's a lot of uh you know cross-pollination and uh you know, I'm a big football fan myself, so it's good to kind of be here and, you know, rub shoulders with, I mean, Jake is my boy, but I love to see, you know, him in this light. When I see him in this light and just, you know, hearing about, and just seeing how people love to see him, it just it, it just kind of makes me remember of just like, you know, the impact that he's had and just watching all these NFL players, these greats walk around here is it, it's exciting for me as a fan. Jake, playing in the league, you get a chance to meet a lot of people. And I'm going to ask Rashad this, too. But when you're walking around and you run into people, is there anybody that's ever given you the holy crap, look at that, I can't believe I'm standing in the same room, breathing the same air, hanging out with <laughs> moment, you know? Yeah, There's a few guys like that that I've looked because I've met a lot of people. But you mean for me to react yeah, that way to them? Yeah. Um, I, a lot of times there, there are – you come across them, you know, yeah. of course. And uh, I can't say it's happened today yet, but, you know – Brandon Marshall lights me up. Yeah. Seeing him smile and feeling right. his energy and like seeing that if I can see him and give him a hug and feel him and feel like he's yeah. all right, 
You know, that's good. That's a good reconnection. Uh, but, yeah, there, there'll be somebody. There's always someone that pops around. I mean, whenever I get around, like, Warren Moon, you know, I'm just right. like, hey, Warren. And he's like, hey, Jake. He's like, hey, Warren. Right. Warren remembers me, you know, like Troy Aikman. Or, uh, you know, bump into some of my f- guys I like to watch growing up, like Eric Dickerson. Right. You know, Marcus Allen. You bump into these guys. You know, of course, for me, I go back to why they are who they are in my mind was because I was watching them as a kid going, that's what I want to do. And right. then sometimes I'd. I'd, I'd disassociate from that i did that too so i'm right. even on their same level to some degree maybe not a hall of famer but i played the sport that they played to a high level so there's always that awe and and excitement when you bump into somebody and then for me it's more just to give them a hug and just to see how they're doing and you know spread the word that we're on and say how you how you feeling are you feeling health, healthy and yeah. they ask me what are you doing I'm like well i can share that with you if you want you know <laughs> right. it's, it's, that's just what i i like to do because i feel like this has been granted me the opportunity to, to live a little healthier and have better health and wellness and i want to share that with people so you're both here for a cause i know they're telling me you guys got to get on the run but uh, so tell us about what you're here for today yeah we're here together we formed a company called umbo umbo mushrooms which are functional mushrooms non-psychedelic fully legal direct to consumer sales they're in rei we have a bar that's functional that has two and a half grams of functional mushrooms in it so people that don't i don't like mushrooms i don't like to eat them well these bars are good you'll crave these bars uh, they're better than any bar out there and their their health that they provide is big too capsules and also tinctures and for us it's we're not discovering anything new this is just old knowledge that we're helping channel back to the general population that maybe they want to take their health back into their own hands rashad so, so what is the effect you know, there, there's, it's an adaptogen, so, you know, everybody has a different effect to it. You know, it depends on what your body's typically needing. But a lot of effects that people feel is on a neurological level. People feel neurologically better. You know, they feel like their aches and their inflammation has gone away, and that's what's happened with me. You know, I was an athlete who fought over 30 fights, and, you know, coming towards the end of my career, my body was beat up and bruised, and it was, you know, using a functional mushroom that got me off that path of constant inflammation. You know, I've done PRP. I've done all kinds of therapy that I deemed would help me with this inflammation, but none of it was was as effective as the functional mushrooms, taking it on a consistent basis, you know, and that's one of the things, you know, you take it and you make it part of your system, like, you know, when you eat vegetables and things like that, you're not going to notice something the first day you eat it, but the more you consume it, the more it becomes part of your daily regimen, then you start reaping the benefits of what it brings. And what this brought for me is clarity of mind, reduction of inflammation. And I feel like neurologically speaking, I'm just at a, at a higher place than I was. You know, like I feel like I'm 20 years younger. And for me, that's huge, you know, at 43 years old. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's I would never guess that uh, they're waving at me. You guys got to get going. So All Rashad, right. Jake, it's always great to see you, man. It's like yeah, it's uh, like a family reunion too. every year. So yeah, you guys take care and uh, best of luck with the sales and thank you. Obviously, maybe uh, the reunions that are going on here as well. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Anybody wants more info? Go to getumbo.com. There you it's go. Getumbo.com. Good stuff. Right. Thank Thanks, you. guys. Thank Appreciate you. it. There you go. And uh, we're going to go ahead. Let's do this. Uh, we'll step away. We'll take a quick break. We got a lot more to get to. Don't forget, coming to the bottom of the hour, you're going to hear from Charles Woodson. And uh, Charles is going to give us, uh, you know, some of the insight regarding the Packers. Oh, thank you very much. Good stuff. Got some mumbo for myself right here. The immunity side of things. I could always use that, too. Uh, We're going to hear from Charles Woodson coming up here in just a little bit. Stay tuned. We are broadcasting live down here, Radio Row in the Media Center, uh, inside the convention center that is uh, in Phoenix. And uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our friend at the Social House, H-A-U-S, on Lisbon Road, Menominee Falls. Fantastic place. 
and uh, they've got a, a lot of new items on their menu. I, I personally recommend the meatball uh, sandwich, and that Tiger Burger is a- absolutely outstanding. So check it out. That's our friends over at the Social House, H-A-U-S. Don't forget also our friends at the ICHC. A lot of good stuff coming up as we get near uh, uh, St. Patrick's Day. Go to ICHC.net. That's ICHC.net. Shane Hennessy's coming to town. Uh, here in a couple of days. As a matter of fact, the drowsy lads on St. Patrick's Day. There's no better way. Go out, imbibe a little bit, enjoy yourself, get the corned beef and cabbage sandwich, you know, the Reuben rolls, whatever it is you need, and then all you got to do is get yourself some uh, good Irish music. The Drowsy Lads coming on Friday, September, uh, Friday the 17th of February at 7.30. They're going to be ICHC, the Irish Cultural and Heritage Center. And if you want more information, if you want tickets, call them 414 414- 345 414-345-8800. 414-345-8800. And if you're looking for a venue, an event, a rent, whatever it is, that's a great place to go. That's a secret in Milwaukee. It's a secret. So check it out, ICHC.net. More of the Bill Michael Show live in Phoenix coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. So here you go. Here's news. Uh, The NFL sources are saying that the sale of the commanders will take place in a few weeks, and the owners are meeting in March. Now, despite the denials, most people in NFL circles think Jeff Bezos will bid after the initial bids are in. And given his wealth, he's the most capable to make the numbers work for the purchase that he indeed. Now, this is coming from uh, Charles uh, Gasparino, and uh, he joined Fox Business Network in February of 2010. And he's uh, right there as a New York Post columnist and uh, and such. But he does the business side of sports, and he has word that uh, it is going to be that the NFL is going to start taking the bids. They're going to look at all the packages. And then after that's complete, Jeff Bezos is going to step in and buy the Washington Commanders. So we'll uh, we'll see. Now, on the other hand, the uh, the investigation into the Commanders and, and everything that's gone on, uh, Roger Goodell addressing the media today, and I believe, Ben, correct me if I'm wrong, is Roger speaking? I think he's upstairs right now, right? Right now. Doing yep. his, his, his press conference, yeah. So uh, we, we obviously uh, are not up there, so I don't have a way to go up and say hi or carry it or whatever. But uh, he is speaking to the media now. We'll, we can talk about anything pertinent coming out of that. But he was saying that there's no timeline right now in regarding the uh, the investigation, Mary Jo White's investigation, into the Washington commanders. And, and as for the sale of the team, he mentions the possibility of a new minority or controlling owner coming in uh he would not you know go any further into detail as to uh, whether to uh you know confirm or deny any of the rumors that are floating around out there but a lot of sources are saying that there's uh owner packages owner groups that have been put together that are going to try to buy the washington commanders but uh, that jeff bezos is going to be the guy that's going to swoop in at the end and probably offer the most and uh, then try to be the guy that is going to ultimately end up with ownership and controlling interest in the Washington Commanders and take that away from Daniel Snyder, who has been so 
uh, for lack of a better term, with a lot of the evidence that we have seen, the rumors, the innuendos, and the pointing of the fingers, uh, I guess reckless uh, and very much uh, powerful, dictatorial, whatever you want to call it when it comes to running that team. So uh, we'll see what actually happens there. Uh, this was from Jeffrey who said, by the way, the pictures from last night's party were awesome. Now, if you haven't seen them, I posted some of them on Instagram. Uh, some of the pictures from last night's uh, you know, media event. Uh, and also I posted them over on the Facebook fan page. There's some video stuff there. Uh, a lot of stuff over there. So, I, it, I, like I've said, uh, you know, I'm not, you know, sitting here saying how great things are and how great it is to be here and such. I love it. Uh, so we try to take as many pictures as possible and put it out there for you just to, to give you a little bit of a behind-the-scenes look at some of the stuff we get a chance to do. Because, uh, like I've said before, I always have, I've always felt like there's nothing different between you listening to the program or me doing the program that would say we're any different other than the fact that I have a credential. So we try to take you behind the scenes and be your eyes and ears as much as we can possibly be. So uh, anyway, that being said, I wanted to make sure that uh, to let you know that there, there's some of the videos and pictures and such. And, yes, we put together the picture from yesterday. This was what I was talking about. Somebody asked me if I could get Howie Long on the program. Uh, yesterday I had a chance to do, do uh, an interview with Howie Long, but it was at the same time they wanted us to talk to Charles Woodson. And I, I had to make a choice, so I went to Charles Woodson. We requested Howie, but I just don't think we're going to get him, to be honest with you. Uh, their media day it, itself is over. Uh, so they all now go into kind of the, the – they do a few parties and now they're in kind of lockdown mode. But uh, Fox had their big media day yesterday, so I put uh, a little bit of a video together with all the different pictures and all the different people we had a chance to see, uh, Terry Bradshaw included. But uh, the guy that we got a chance to actually talk to, and that's going to be coming up next, is uh, is is going to be uh, Charles Woodson. So you're going to take a listen to that opportunity coming up here in just a little bit. Uh, this portion of the program also brought to you by our friends over there at uh, Lannon Stone Realty, Lisa Lee Ortel, and uh, go to lisamoveswi.com. Uh, to, to see everything that she has to offer. If you're looking for a realtor, whether it's somebody that deals with VA loans, somebody that's looking for a house, if you're looking to sell a house, investment property, whatever it may be, get a hold of Lisa, and she can help you out and uh, give her a shout. But uh, good people, and she's a, a condo specialist. I know we were sitting here talking a little while ago about condominiums and, and buying and selling condos and values of condos and property values for condos and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and Lisa's a girl. Get a hold of her and uh, say, tell you heard it here. Tell her we sent you. Get a hold of Lisa, and uh, she can help you out. But uh, give her a shout uh, over at 414-617-6798, 414-617-6798. And she's got a team of experts she can work with and help you out, help you get into the property that you want or need. And, again, understanding VA loans, a certified condo specialist, anywhere in the state of Wisconsin, lisamoveswi at gmail.com, lisamoveswi at gmail.com. I know we're early. But the interview in the, in the little media session with Charles Woodson's kind of long. So I'm going to break early for that. When we come back, you're going to hear from Charles Woodson, uh, obviously a, a Packer Hall of Famer, an NFL Hall of Famer, a Heisman Trophy winner, one of only 10, by the way, to have done it all, win a Heisman Trophy, win a championship, go to the Hall of Fame. Uh, there's only 10 players that have ever been able to do all of that. Charles is one of them, going to be recognized. He talks a little bit about that in this interview coming up as well. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show live in Phoenix, Arizona, coming up right after this. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. the program we 
are glad you are with us. Uh, the Bill Michael Show. We are broadcasting live. We are on uh, Radio Row here in Phoenix, Arizona. And, uh, man, what a, a tremendous day uh, we have had. It's been just one really interesting guest after the other. And uh, we can't say thanks enough to everybody that uh, has brought us here. A lot of our sponsors, and we try to get them in, in as many as we can, our friends from Cruise Planners, your land and cruise experts. If you're looking for a deal where you say want to come to Arizona, or you next year you want to plan a trip to go out to Vegas, or you want to take a cruise, you want to go overseas, whatever it is, call my buddy Kirk, because they, they do it, and they do it fantastic. They really, really help you out, and they give you the best flight deals as well. 262-344-0697. Anywhere in the country. It doesn't have to just be Wisconsin. If it is, great. But 262-344-0697, you can put a deposit down, and uh, the, you can finance your trip, whatever it happens to be. They can help you out. Or you can pay the whole thing off and just say, hey, I, I want to go. Or last-minute deals. They've got great last-minute deals as well. Some friends of mine uh, just took uh, a trip over to Germany, caught some stuff at the last minute, and got really great deals in some of the hotels and the flights as well uh, for stuff that doesn't fill up. But call them, 262-344-0697. That's 262 262- Three four four zero six ninety seven, and that is our friends from Cruise Planners. And make sure you ask for Kirk. So yesterday, let me set this up real quick. Uh, Charles Woodson, when everybody comes out from Fox, Charles Woodson comes out. We had a chance to sit down with him. We're one of about three or four people at the time that said, "Hey, uh, we'd like to get him." Uh, Dave Schrader, WBAY-TV in Green Bay, uh, he's the first three or four questions. Uh, there's a couple other people that were there, and then myself. And uh, we talked a lot about the Packers, some of his experiences, some of his thoughts. And then uh, we got back into uh, the question about Jordan Love and, and such. So this is Charles Woodson yesterday, Fox Media Day. We had a chance to sit down and talk with him. Take a listen. How the weather was in Dallas. You know, we're coming from Green Bay. You know, the weather started to turn up there. It's really cold. And then we get to Dallas, and all of a sudden there's a, there's a snow, ice storm. You know, so it was almost like we brought oh, some, almost like we brought Green, brought Green Bay to Dallas. Um, and uh, you know what? Just the excitement of the week, you know, having a, another opportunity to win a Super Bowl. And, um, you know, one of my, one of my best memories was the night before the game, team got together before our team meetings and uh one of our teammates i think it was cj wilson could play the piano played the piano and he's playing all these different tunes and just guys started chiming in and singing the tunes and it was just you know that atmosphere it was it was it was relaxed it was confident and uh you know we felt good about you know, going into that game and, and winning our Super Bowl. How much do moments like that matter in a week with so much pomp and circumstance to win? It's not just X's and right? Yeah, it's not, man. Um, I thought that, you know, we had great chemistry amongst our team. Um, you know, just a lot of great individuals. And uh, it is, you know, those moments where, you know, you're kind of trying to get a pulse of the team and where you're at and uh, kind of get a sense of, are you got, Are you ready? Are you ready for the moment? And uh, in that moment, I felt like the team was ready, and I think the rest of the guys did too, and uh, you know, the rest is history. What do you think as you watch Jair Man, you know, I met Jair maybe got to be two years ago now, and, uh, you know, remember just standing next to him, talking to him, you know, talking, talking to him about his preparation, you know, in order to, to be at the top of his game as a player. And just the confidence, you know, that he walks around with, you know, his, um, 
you know, his, 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 his demeanor is, it, it exudes that confidence. And you can tell he loves playing the game of football. So really enjoy, you know, the, the, the little bit of time that I've been able to spend around him. What's your take on Aaron Rodgers' situation this offseason? Well, it seems like it's, you know, it's very reminiscent of Brett Favre when he left. It seems like every offseason there was uh, there was something. Um, I was just reading where Aaron's about to go on a four four day sabbatical or something like that, a, a wellness trip or going dark or something like that. Um, so, you know, I, I just think that it's one of those things where when you look throughout the history of the game, a lot of the greats have moved on to different teams. And I think this might be the year um, after a lot of speculation the last couple of years that Aaron's playing for another team next year. Brett's, Brett's other team was the Jets. I know that the Jets have an outstanding defense. Um, you know, you just need somebody that uh, can distribute that ball to, you know, good young, you know, receiving core. And, uh, you know, if you can get a guy like Aaron, then, you know, you, you're definitely going to be in contention, you feel like. So, yeah, that could be a strong move if that was to happen. Moncon, Raider Nation Radio. What do you think about the Raiders maybe being in the Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes this offseason? Again, man, you know, it, it, it's it's um, probably a, a worn-out cliche is that it's a quarterback-driven league, right? So if you get the quarterback right, then, uh, you know, there's a chance that, you know, you're in contention. Uh, I've been seeing Devontae talk about Aaron and kind of lobbying for him to come. But, look, if you want to get your, your fans excited, you know, about the season, then those are the type of moves, you know, that you make if, if that, you know, opportunity arises. So um, it would be great. You know, to see him and Javante at it again, you know. When I think about those two, I think about the back shoulder fade. Like, I, I keep running at it over and over in my mind. So, I know Devontae would like that as well. But if you want to get people excited in Raider Nation um, in Las Vegas, then if you can make that move happen, you make it happen. You were a member of uh, John Gruden's Raiders, Mike McCarthy's Packers. How difficult is to establish a dynasty in NFL? A dynasty? I wish I knew what it, I knew. I wish I knew what it felt like, you know, to have a dynasty. But uh, it's hard, man. Um, I came in uh, to the Raiders my rookie year, and uh, my first two years, I think we were eight and eight both years. So, you know, very average team. Um, I thought John Gruden did a good job of of uh, building our team uh, and making it a, a contender. But you know. It, it doesn't happen overnight. You know, it takes it takes that time. Um, same way in, in Green Bay. Uh, got there in 2006. And um, I think the first year we almost shorted the playoffs. And then the next year we got to the NFC Championship game, fell short. And then it took us a while to get back until we, uh, until we won it in two, uh, 2010. So... It's hard to do, you know. This league is—it's hard to hard to win, hard to maintain excellence. Um, but it's it's a journey that we all pursue and try to get to the to the to the Super Bowl. Guys, my trophy as a back, defensive back, the man behind the goal, Super Bowl champion, the transition to the cornerback to safety seems like you've been a part of the history of NFL and the football. 
Yeah, I've, I've uh, you know been able to been a, a part of a lot of great moments. Uh, played on some great teams. Um, I feel like when your team is winning, you know a lot of those accolades come for you. Um, so I've been able to do some outstanding things with the teams that I played on. Um, and yeah, so you know this weekend you speak about history. Um, I'm one of ten guys that won a Heisman Trophy and made it to the Hall of Fame. So we'll be celebrating that uh, this weekend, which will be airing on Fox, uh, which is awesome. So yeah, man, just. You know, I've worked hard, you know, uh, my, my entire life at trying to be the best. And uh, with that hard work comes a lot of the things that I'm enjoying now. As a cornerback, how would you prepare yourself if you were playing, if not, or how would you prepare the team, uh, you know, getting ready for, how would you prepare the Eagles for Pat Mahomes? Well, first of all, um, if you're preparing for Pat Mahomes, you're trying to figure out how you can get to him. When did you And then the second thing is how you can get him down, you know, because he's, he's, you know, he's not known to be, um, a great runner, but he's actually, but he actually is a great runner. You know, um, getting outside of the pocket, making plays with his feet. So you got to figure out a way that you can get to him. Um, and then in the, in the back end, you know, for me, I would prepare the same way I, I, I prepared throughout my career, and that's understanding what they do, um, certain per, um, um, personnel, um, down and distance, time of the game, where they're at on the field. You got to look at all those things and. No, those are, those are the things that, as a coach, you know, you try to get your team to understand because when you're on the field, it happens quick. You know, you got to go through a litany of things on the field in order to be comfortable to go out there and make the plays that you need to make. So you got to understand what those guys like to do in certain situations, certain formations, the way they line up. Um, you know, our, uh, our coach used to tell us all the time, it's not how they line up, it's how they wind up. So they'll do some motions and things like that, but once they – finish that motion, it's either going to be two by two, three by one, or it's going to be empty. It's going to be one of them. Right. But what do they do out of empty? So once you figure those things out, what do they do out of two by two? And that's how you got to prepare for this team. As a, for, as a Super Bowl winner yourself, with all the distraction going on, obviously, you guys prepare mentally to play the game. But outside of you know the game, what are three things that you should focus on in order to win that Super Bowl? Uh, you know, I think you should focus on really your your time and your focus uh, in terms of what you need to do as an individual, you know, um, I think you, you need to take, you need to have someone on your team, and I mean like your personal team, your family, that can kind of take care of the ticket request and all of those different things. Um, and then I think, you know, you, you got to be able to um, juggle everything around you, the football, the family, Kind of having some time to yourself throughout the week because there's a lot going on. There's a lot of people here. You know, when you drive down here to the stadium, it's hard to get into the stadium. So it's kind of hard to keep your mind from turning because you want to you want to focus on the game. But there's a lot of different things that are pulling you in different ways. So you got to be able, I think, most importantly, is to be able to calm yourself, you know, and be able to visualize you know, what it is that you need to do for the game. You were telling us years ago that you knew when Aaron was kind of the guy when he was on the scout team. Mm-hmm. So now that they've got Jordan Love possibly in transition, do they know already? Yeah, I would I would assume they know. He's, he's been there quite a while. Um, you know, you mentioned A-Rod and myself being there, coming there in 2006, and, you know, being able to be on the other side of him, um, watch him develop and progress as a player. You know, watching his wheels turn as a player, standing behind Brett, kind of taking what he could from him, but then also playing against the one defense, playing against myself, Al Harris, Nick Collins, and those guys, and just watch him 
progressively get better. He was already talented. Um, so I think that this team, I think the coaches, I think the players, if, if you were to you know, ask a, a young Jair, right, who would take my place going against A-Rod, him going against um, Jordan Love, does he think he's ready? Does he have these certain attributes? Then I think you, you, you would find out a little more. I wish I was in there to know myself. But uh, I got to imagine that everybody in that building knows wh- whether or not they have the confidence in him. And I think that will determine the, 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 um, the decision going forward with how they try to handle Aaron's situation. There you go. That is uh, Charles Woodson and uh, a lot of insight. And it's something that many have said here today. And I've asked it over and over again because I wanted to give you the synopsis of all of this by the time uh, we got to the end of the program today. I don't have anybody scheduled here in the next uh, next segment. So what I want to do is I want to take a quick break. and I'm going to come back and I want to address that because I think a lot of what uh, was said between Charles Woodson when we had the conversation, uh, obviously then uh, some of the you know people we've had in here today, Aaron Taylor, Brian Billick, uh, you know, you talk to Solomon Wilcots, uh, you know, a lot of the different guests that we've had all had opinions on this. And, and there's one thing that they all said. And I, I want to tell you what that is when we come back. We are broadcasting live. We're at Radio Row in the Phoenix Convention Center. And the Super Bowl is creeping in on us coming up on Super Bowl 57, Kansas City and Philadelphia. But it has been a plethora of guests and great information and great insight uh, so far. And we're only into, into Wednesday. we still got two more days yet to go, and it's only going to get busier. So we'll, uh, we'll discuss when we come back. Stay tuned. we got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up this portion of the program. Brought to you by our friends Joey Albanese and the gang at Albanese's Roadhouse. They are shutting it down, calling it a career. So if you haven't been in there yet uh, at all, um, then you got to get over there and uh, wish them nothing but the best on their next venture in life. But Albanese's Roadhouse right there on Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield is it's coming to an end. It's coming to an end sometime soon, probably here about a month, month or two away. But I uh, believe it's coming to an end rather soon. Is uh, announced that they're going to be shutting their doors. Uh, let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break. More of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Hey, this portion of the program broadcasting live in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Radio Row, as a matter of fact. It's our friends from Kemp's. They are hiring right now in Cedarburg, Wisconsin. They're looking for great people to join their production and cooler distribution teams. They're looking for Class A CDL drivers, and uh, they are paying some decent money. And uh, whether it's an hourly or what have you, employee, 23 bucks an hour plus, plus, as they say. Benefits and such, uh, new hiring on, uh, signing bonuses, and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, don't forget about our friends at Kemp's. Kemp, we know that name. It's synonymous with everything from ice cream to milk and all the other terrific products that uh, can find its way to your table and into your into your refrigerator. That's our friends at Kemp's. Kemp's.com. And then at the bottom of the page, there's a, a link for careers. Go to Kemp's, K-E-M-P-S, Kemp's.com. And then go to the bottom of the page and click on careers. Fill it out. You can be good to go. You can end up finding yourself not just a job but a career with our friends from Kemp's. And uh, thanks to them for coming on board and being a a new uh, sponsor for our on-site stuff such as here at Super Bowl 57. Uh, So two things. Uh, Mike Clements is coming up because he sat down with Steve, Steve Spagnuolo. And uh, and had a chance to catch up with him and, and do an interview there. Uh, the uh, Chiefs uh, defensive coordinator, uh, he did five minutes with Steve. So we're, we're going to get his perspective on all of this uh, coming into this Super Bowl. 
But one thing that I found true, whether it was the Charles Woodson interview you just heard prior to going to break, Solomon Wilcox, who we heard here earlier today, uh, you know, Rashad Jennings, LeGarrette Blunt, uh, Aaron Taylor, Brian Billick talked about it. Mike Golick talked about it earlier today. Everybody said one thing and then followed it up with another. And the one thing was they all know, as players that have been in that locker room and players that have been in similar situations in some way, shape, or form, you all know what the next guy has. You've seen it. Okay? And the Packers know what, what Jordan Love can do. They know if he's technically gotten better. They know if he's gotten better at reads and, you know, what he's doing against the scout team in practice and such, against the starters in practice running the scout team, I should say. So they know that. They understand all of that. There's two things they say that the Packers don't know. One, they don't know what kind of leader he's going to be because he's not, he's not in the spotlight. And two, they don't know if he can win games yet. Those kind of go hand in hand. Those are the two big things. But everyone said after the fact they said what the packers do will tell you what their belief is if they bring him back and cut bait and move on from aaron Rodgers, they believe he's ready to go that they know he's going to take a beating for a year and he's going to come back strong if they bring Rodgers back they give him a small deal and they're not real sure on him they're not real sure on him if they trade him away They know he's not the real deal. It's what the Packers do from here on out will tell you what their belief in Jordan Love actually is. So for everybody that says logically it makes sense to move on from Aaron Rodgers, if they don't, if they give Rodgers basically complete control, if they try to give, you know, the extension for uh, one more year and just kind of keep him around, or if they trade him away, all of whatever the Packers' actions are from here on out, sentimentality-wise or or beyond, will tell you what they believe Jordan Love's capabilities really are, just an FYI. So they they all preface that. They all said they know what he can do, but they don't know whether or not he can lead and win you games, and if they don't have that confidence, then they may be a little reluctant to close that window on Aaron Rodgers so quickly. So there you go. Uh, in the meantime, Mike Clemens, our own Mike Clemens, uh, was over in the Chiefs camp a little bit earlier, sat down with the Chiefs defensive coordinator Steve Spagnolo uh, for a few minutes. Take a listen to what he had to say about this game. I'm uh, old enough to say I've seen every Super Bowl on TV. I've covered the last 15 or so. 42 is the greatest. And I'll tell you why. I think, I think so. <laughs> on, on game day... You know, I'm walking in, and I don't think, I don't play much to odds and all that. I look at players, I spend the week of hearing the preparation of the teams, but there were these Giants heads, a few of them, in the parking lot at that stadium that were nearby. Holding signs that said 18 and 1. That's what makes that so, the start of that. Yeah, um, thanks for the going down memory lane because it's a great memory. I just know one thing that our, our players were so motivated and driven a little bit by that. Um, they didn't want to see 19-0. and 0. Um, And that drive came out in the game right from the beginning, um, and it was just a, a really a glorious thing to watch. Uh, the way they played defensively, our guys that day, against that particular offense with Randy Moss and Tom, they had some great backs, um, and they were just piling up on people that particular year. They were way ahead of their time. It's almost like what these teams are doing now in terms of numbers. Um, but we played we played as a unit and were motivated to get after the quarterback, and that's what they did that day. You guys, the team hotel was way out in Tucson. 
And Thursday night was... Are the Eagles staying at that same way? Yeah. It's like the NFC Hotel, I think. Yeah. And Thursday night, uh, there weren't many reporters. And there's Michael Strahan sitting there at a table with a microphone. And he said to me, he looked at me, he said, and Antonio Pierce, great guy, he came to me. Yeah. Antonio was like the glue that kept that whole thing together. He's coaching now. Yeah, he's with the uh, with the Raiders. We tried, tried to bring him here to Kansas City when he first got here. So Strahan's sitting there, and he looked at me, he said, hey, come here. He goes, where is everybody? I said, Michael, they've all filed their stories. They're downtown at the parties. And he went, oh. Oh, I thought you were going to say they were over at the Patriots Hotel. No. Oh, they had it signed, sealed, delivered, yeah. Motivated them, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those guys, they they used Michael did OC, Justin Tuck. They used all of that as motivation. The other thing, too, is when we played them in that 16th game of the season, and when we we got beat, and they scored some points on us, but we walked off the field, and all of us felt like we could we could be successful again. I mean, we were all hoping we would see them again, and lo and behold, we did. Were there little things that you, your guys were doing against their offensive line? Were there little tendencies you there could pick up? There was a couple of nuances we used in there. There was a particular blitz we put in that was a little bit different. There was something we did in short yards. We did a something coverage-wise that we had never done before that helped us on a fourth down. And to the player's credit, you know, when you put things in like that and you, and you tweak it and change it, you know, you're relying on the guys to execute it the way you tweaked it. And uh, our guys did that day. They, I, they played as a unit with a one... Yeah, one goal in mind, and that was not to let that offense score or beat us, and they did it. When you have to face Aaron Rodgers, all those little things he does pre-snap, is that really difficult to figure? To, to me, that's the most difficult thing with him and most of those elite quarterbacks, that they can put them in the best play based on what you're in. And he does such a good job with, I think Aaron does such a great job with cadence, where he gets you to show what you're going to do because everybody's worried about the ball being snapped. And he'll come up and he'll snap it real quick. Um, He's, he's got the other tenant around him. He's always got those guys trained to do that, and it makes it tough on the defense. One last thing. What do you and Andy ask for during the week of preparation from your guys? You, remember, you know the term Lombardi time? Tom Coughlin time. Yeah. 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 During the week of preparation from your... Yeah, well, listen, Andy, Andy's great with the way he... Andy has a tremendous feel of what the guys need at the time. He knows when to pull off. He knows when to push. And we kind of just go off of Andy's... Um, Lead, and I, and our guys have really responded. And it really helps to have the player leadership we have, starting with Patrick and guys like uh, Chris. Nick Bolton now has kind of grown into that. Travis Kelsey. So we're blessed in that regard to have guys like that. Amazing performance from your rookies this year. Yeah, they did a nice job. Hopefully, we can keep that up. We're going to have to stop the run because if they get that cranked up, it makes it really, really hard. And we're going to have to find ways to get to the quarterback. Those would be the two things. I don't know if that changes in. Any games, to be honest with you. The one thing about this team is if you if you don't stop the run, they'll stick with it. There's a lot of teams in the league that won't do that. But this team will, and it gets really, really hard if you can't stop the run. I can tell you that right now. Good luck on Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. There you go. That's Mike Clemens with Steve Spagnolo, the uh, defensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, covering the Chiefs, Mike's also going to bring you some stuff from the Philadelphia Eagles as well throughout the week. And uh, we will continue to update you. And uh, anything going on out here, we'll continue to pay attention to. And obviously, coming up tomorrow on the program, we got a lot going on. And uh, we'll be right back at it. Ross Tucker going to be here. Miles Burris going to be here. Uh, Kyle Turley, Jim McMahon going to be here. Lee Steinberg going to be here. The Hall of Famer, Dave Wilcox. 
Knox going to be here. Uh, the Hall of Famer Carl Eller going to be here. And we've got so much more. That's coming up tomorrow on the program. And uh, that's just getting underway until we get to Friday, which is even going to be more. So that'll do it. That'll wrap up another day's broadcast from here on Radio Row inside the Convention Center in Phoenix, Arizona, getting ready for Super Bowl 57. Hope you enjoyed it today. We'll be back at it again tomorrow. Until then, time for us to go. Have a good one. Boom. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.